Hallelujah. Let's begin this morning. This is the first part of 2023. How many people that are here today are old enough, and when you hear something like a date, like, you know, uh, back in 2005, and you think, was that last year? Anybody beside me? And then you start adding up the years, and you realize that's been some time ago. Here's what I know, that it's not what you know. It's what you know for sure that is just not true that will get you in trouble. And that's what deception is. Sometimes we know that we know that we know that we know until we look at it and we find out, uh uh-oh, that wasn't true. And a lot of times, if we're not careful on the major things of our life, That will control everything about us. Now this morning as we talk about the good news of the gospel, a lot of times we have heard that it's good news, but when we hear about it, it's anything but good news. Sometimes people want to say, you know, that we're put here on this earth to suffer. And we just live until the point that we get to go to heaven. Now, now somebody will say, Pastor, that's been my experience. Hear me, out of love to you. Just because that's been your experience doesn't mean that you rewrite, I said rewrite, the Word of God. Let me, let me explain this, because as I start this year and I begin to pray what to, to preach and what to, you know, minister and, and what to be able to really, you could say, influence the people that are coming to this place of worship. This subject kept coming back to me. And when we learn something, it's out of repetition that a lot of times we remember it. Do you remember in school where you had those little flashcards? And I don't know about you, but it was my mother. She was a teacher, and I... Of course, went to school all, all day. And as a young boy, you know how it is, guys. All day I was in class. And I came home, and my mother being a teacher, it wasn't long until she said, John, come on in here. Let's do your homework. And I remember how she did those flashcards over and over. You know, not just two plus two, but then it got into the multiplication. And then, ooh, then we moved up to the division. Are we so old that we forgot those? Let's see your hand if you remember those days where we remembered it because it was repeated over and over. And then it made sense, and then it came second nature. You had to sound out a word. And you've heard those commercials, hooked on phonics. They hooked on a phonics. You know, you had to sound out the word. But there's a day that you learned how to read so quickly that it was almost unconscious you just looked at something hopefully not written on the wall that wasn't good but anyway you know how it is subconscious you just read it boom this morning as we're in the word of God some things that maybe you have been told out of experience it's not the word of God has has directed your life and I want to again bring you to maybe a time of teaching before we go in weeks to come, and showing you the, the a, a bigger and a bigger picture of the love that God has for us. 
Because I want to continue to remind our church that when you come to know God, the most important thing that you can do after you receive Him into your life and make Him not only your Savior, but the Lord of your life, is to realize who He says He is. And, and a big church word is a revelation. Uh, it, it's, you know, the light bulb coming on on who He says He is. Now, it's great what Grandma says about God or your pastor says about God, but what have you experienced the revelation of who God is? And, and how we do that is we're in the Word of God. And, and we get to the point where we have to believe, is the Word of God the Word of God? The Bible actually is the Word of God. And when you settle that in your mind, you begin to, to see who God says He is. And He is, summed up in one word, love. Now, sometimes we, we've been through all things in our life and we can't even receive that. That sounds too, you know, to some it's the hippie, peace man. Bell bottoms and tie-dye shirts, you know, love. But, but some people have always heard that God is, you know, the motorcycle cop with the boots, you know, knee-high and sunglasses and boy, you know. So whatever your experience is, do not let your experiences rewrite the Word of God. Because the thing I do know is all of us believe something, and it's called our belief system, and out of our belief system, we'll make choices. And out of those choices, it'll put you in experiences that will confirm a lot of times because you're looking for a confirmation of what you believe. And a lot of times, people that are in that same boat will look for other people to stand in agreement with them on their belief system, even if it is not the Word of God. So let me start this way, because sometimes there's, there's people that start small. You know, I'm nothing but an ant. I'm a worm. You don't know what I've been through. But then there's sometimes that there are people that do start out a little bit more, you know, arrogant than they should. Let, let me put it in perspective just as an illustration to start off, and I, I, I do this occasionally. But this is what you call a golf ball. And, and you can see the size of the golf ball. It's not much bigger than, you know, an eyeball. Now, anyway, go, Paul. But can you imagine if our whole earth was the size of this golf ball? Okay? Can you see Texas on this golf ball? If you can picture it just in your imagination. And you can look and you can say, can you see Dallas-Fort Worth on this golf ball? And can you see Keller, Golden Triangle, on this golf ball? But here's what's funny is, can you see yourself on that golf ball? No, because you'd be so small. But I want you to think about this. There's a star that the creator of the universe not only created the earth, not only created us, but he created a star, the big dog. Canis Major, or Major. And and. That star is so big that they tell me if the earth was the size of a golf ball, that they could fill a bus with golf balls. That's how big that star is. Now, how many people feel small right now? Uh, four of us. Okay. I hope you feel small. Because how big our universe is, and to realize who we are, this morning, I want to start there because it's in not who we begin to be, but what God has created in us. 
And when you realize that God is love, and then when we read the word of God, who he says we are is we're the righteousness in Christ Jesus. So if somebody came up and said, are you a righteous dude? You'd be like, oh, (laughs) it's nothing that you've done. It's what Christ did for us in redeeming us on the cross. I know that some of you need to maybe stretch a little bit, you know, and get down there and work some kinks out this morning because we're going to go somewhere that on, in January 2023, where we're going is going to change your life. Some people have already been here and they go, hallelujah, amen, it's changed my life. I want to, first of all, take you to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. And Paul is talking, and he's got this revelation of who God is, and, and, and the anointing is on his life when he writes this. But he said, however, as it is written, no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, now a lot of people stop right there. Nobody ever can see or know, no mind, no eye. But God is loving us so much that it's kind of this mystic love out there. He's love, and yeah, I know he loves us. But we don't stop there. We read the entire part of the word of God. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I would encourage you to go home and read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. But the part of that that I want you to hear is God, no eye has seen, no ear heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared In other words, he's planned, he's built, he's constructed, he's prepared for those who love him. Now watch this. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. See, that prophecy was in the Old Testament. Paul in the New Testament adds, because the Holy Spirit resides in us, he has 